Control-Alt-Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 97.7. There he is. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, Terry. Live in the studio this morning at 12 minutes after 7 o'clock. I'm glad we're going to start with this uh, this morning because uh, I live in a, uh, a building that was oversold to me. And uh, as I've publicly said, has been a real disappointment and a difficult place to live. Got off the Griffin Town, Terry. We yeah. got it. It's your well, brand. No, no. My, my new name is Griffin Hole. A Griffin Hole. Okay, yeah, it's good. Because it's, it's, it's all full of holes anyway with all the construction. <laughs> so we're, we're going with Griffin Hole. All right. Um, and uh, my building claims to have no Airbnb, that there's zero tolerance for Airbnb. And that's a load of horse hockey because we've been in the elevator with people holding suitcases, looking confused. Wow. I had a guy in a bathrobe try and put his key in my door one night. Oh, boy. Uh, it really is uh, a blessing and a curse because I'm going to stay at an Airbnb when I travel in March. I enjoy some Airbnbs and I live with the curse of it in Montreal. And now the uh, company's getting ready to to go public, correct? Yeah. Well, I'm curious. So if you if you have that experience in your building, yes. what gives you that level of comfort to want to do it to someone else? <laughs> I'm just curious, like what, well, what the psychology first of all, is. Most there? most of the I've I've used Airbnb maybe four times. Okay. And my favorite one, the one I'm going to go to in March, is in California. The wonderful, wonderful, kind lady who owns the building lives upstairs. Okay, so it's different than like an apartment yeah, it's not complex. An apartment it's building. like a triplex yeah. or a duplex. And, okay. and if there's yeah. any issues or trouble, or and right. you know, and uh, there isn't, she, I just have to ring her bell, and it's her house. Well, that's the so big, she's got right. you know she's got the right. She's not breaking any rules because right. it's her house. Yeah, and I think that that's probably the right way to do yes. Airbnb yeah. versus these sort of what I'll call they're somewhat speculators. They're people who yeah. are getting low mortgages, taking a bunch of apartments, and just sort of putting yeah. them out on the market, yeah. either it's month by month or day by day. And I don't know if that was the intent of Airbnb, but most often when it comes to technology like that, my general sentiment is often the entrepreneurs don't know what the technology will be used right. for. Right. And that's the sort of situation you have now. So you're Right, like at a macro level, what we have right now is Airbnb talking about going IPO. However, recently they posted a net loss of three hundred and twenty-two million dollars through September, after they actually made a profit of two hundred million the previous year. So this is going to be a challenging moment for Airbnb to really demonstrate to the marketplace that there's something there. It could be a blip. They could have had major expenses and stuff like that. But there's definitely seems to be, I would say, a sentiment in the air about this company and how people feel about it. Much in the same way I think Uber went through a bit of that as well with you know the issues that Uber has in general and that, right. that there's a myriad of them. And I think Airbnb has a lot of challenges. And I think the biggest one is exactly what you're talking about, which really rang home here last week as well. I don't know if you read the column, the article in the Montreal Gazette, yeah. but there are people who live in the downtown core, and I'm sure people who are listening to this through iHeartRadio and whatever will feel it in their own city, that... You know, these are good, hardworking people who can afford to live rent by month by month downtown, and their their apartment buildings are essentially becoming party hubs because yeah. people are renting these rooms, having before party drinks, after party drinks, maybe having the party in the actual place, and it's there's very little that you can do as a tenant. Yeah. 
and in a world where we talk about tenant rights and what's happening in the city because it is exploding with high income and higher rents and people are being tossed to the side, this is a really sort of, uh, it's a sort of mosquito in the oil, if you will, on, we, on the city and real estate. We were lucky enough to be warned away by a couple of very, you know, there's a couple of really famous condo buildings downtown that I won't mention. Right. We were warned away from them because of spec, you know, we were told by people in the know in real estate saying, listen, these buildings are have been scooped up by speculators and there's a large number of people renting Airbnb, and I tip my cap to the uh, folks at the uh, Rockabella, I think it's called, yeah, on uh, Rene Levesque, right near the Bell Center. They hired private investigators to so good. track down the people that were breaking the rules, yeah, and and uh, find them, you know, massive amounts uh, because they uh, because massive amounts of money because they broke the rules about you know having your your unit rented out. And that article that you're referring to in the Gazette last week. It's painted, a real eye-opener. Oh, boy, that's, uh, that paints an awful, awful picture of what can happen to your building. Yeah, I tend to avoid Airbnbs. And the reason I do is I've got young kids. Right. And when we travel, I don't like that uncertainty of no. like every minute something can go wrong or they can cancel or there's not. Like when I yep. go to a hotel... They can change a room. Yeah. They're attached to other yep. hotels. If yep. a laundry breaks, a TV breaks, yep. or whatever. And I know that's sort of first world problems, but when you travel, like that added stress of like they could cancel this place at any time doesn't work for me. The other side that I, I just tend to not like from a business perspective, because I travel a lot for business, is you never know where you're going to be really located. So it could be a great area, but a bad building. Yeah. Uh, the amenities is a big component of what that, it is. And the, the sort of prices on Airbnb, like I was really, Esteban had posted on Facebook this really interesting website. I think it's called um, Inside Airbnb, which isn't Airbnbs, but basically you can go in there and pump in anywhere you live and see where the Airbnbs are. And you really see the Montreal, the compression of it. I just, I look at the prices and I'm like, they're not that far off from a hotel anymore no, either. But it depends on, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jess and I wanted to go to Toronto and I'm I'm an old fashioned guy. I still deal with a travel agent. I've trusted her right. for years. And Susan sent me an email saying, rates for hotels in Toronto this weekend are between four and $600. Oh, wow. I got to find out what's going, there's something going on. So in a city, you know, like Toronto, where I'm accustomed to, you know, finding yeah. a, you can find a pretty decent room usually for around 200 bucks. Uh, when the price, you know, triples like that because of demand, uh, a lot of people, I think, they're, they've got no choice other than to turn to Airbnb. It seems to me like the prices on Airbnb are comparable and the people are sort of monitoring that. And yeah. so I'd be curious to see what the percentage gap is yeah. between a hotel and an Airbnb. I find the whole thing an interesting model. Obviously, when it came out, I thought this was really great. Imagine being able to sort of rent a room with somebody who really yeah. wants to have guests yeah. and show them around and yeah. give them a sort of flavor of the local experience. I loved that idea. But as with everything, like people forget Uber was a place where there were all these black sedans driving around that were mostly idle. And here was a way to, to sort of capitalize on those times if the drivers should want. 
then suddenly it becomes anybody with a car can drive anybody everywhere and chaos <laughs> right. ensues. Yeah. And this is the effects of that where, you know, you do, you have these buildings that go up, that go up for pre-sale. People are speculating, they're buying them. And if they can't rent them long-term, they Airbnb them. I, I don't like that discomfort. As a family, when we're traveling and yeah. we're in someone's condo, I'm I, I'm sort of tiptoeing everywhere too. Like you don't want to break true. anything. That's you don't want to ruin. There's yeah. this weird sort of new psychology of like yeah. everything is up for rent that it's a bit yeah. disheartening a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I get it. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not one for staying in strangers' homes. I, like you, I prefer a hotel. Yeah. But every once in a while, you know, every once in a while, I think twice, I've found these real gems. That's, but again, I think that that is what it's intended yeah, for. Yeah. This idea, like if I were taking an Airbnb in downtown Montreal, yeah. I, it wouldn't even be in my brain like, we're going to party there, knowing full well it's someone's home next right, door. Right. Like it's not a hotel. There yeah. isn't security. There aren't all these sort of levers yeah, but, in place. But, but people. You, you have empathy. I was going to say people. also a decent... <laughs> yeah, people. <laughs> you know, We're trying to have thought, a civilization yeah, over exactly. here, so I was, I like now, to say. Yeah. I'm not a stockbroker, and uh, nor do I play one on television. <laughs> uh, it, it, do you think that it matters? Did it matter with, you know... When when the IPO is on the way and the company has lost money, does it matter? I don't think that these sort of moments in time no. are going to have any impact. And look, I the one thing that I have been fortunate to do, which is quite a bit of investing, is as you as you get involved in it and look at the space, you really realize that there's a there's no connection between what a market stock what a stock market is going to pay for stock versus what the business is performing. You've got businesses right now that are performing extraordinarily well. They're worried about the virus, and suddenly their stock drops. 20%. There, it, there's been no slowdown in business. So I find the whole market very disconnected. So no, I don't think it's going to impact the IPO. I think it's going to potentially raise questions that's going to raise interest by the by by more of the institutional investors. But overall, I don't think this is going to be hit. I think people are dying to get in on this. I think people have heard the name yeah. and they just want to buy into the brand. Uh, this is a good place just before we get to the app of the week sure. for me to mention. I wanted to mention this um, I'm a big a fan of Frontline on PBS. Yeah, me too. Uh, Frontline is uh, getting ready to do a two-hour feature called Amazon Empire, The Rise and Reign of Jeff Bezos, uh, examining his ascent to power and the global impact of the empire he built. Yeah. Watch the trailer. Watch the documentary. It looks fascinating. It looks great. And I hope they do a fair and balanced Me too. portrayal well, of it. Well, they usually do. They usually do, and they're usually quite good. There's been a couple of very long features on Bezos in, in print magazines yeah. that I thought were surprisingly unfair considering the source of the magazines and, lately. And here's something. When you watch the trailer, have you seen the trailer? Because I'm going to say I have, that. yeah. Okay. But, but we when, should share it. Yeah. When you watch the trailer, I've, I've tweeted it out, by the way. That, and this is, is strictly, this is just conjecture on my part. It's just something I noticed. Don't you find he looks a little more evil as he got older? Yeah. Right? I, when, he, well, when he was younger, he, he, had, he was this, sort of this smiling. Well, I, I, it's funny. I mean, I, when I think of, of, of Jeff Bezos, I think of those early pictures where he sort of had that male pattern baldness and very nerdy and a bit sort of chubby yeah. and like sitting yeah. on boxes. Like yeah. he's known that like all the desks are doors from like, you know, whatever, Ikea or, or Home Depot. Or, yeah. 
and and like he just got so jacked and buffed, you know, yeah. like he just went for it. I don't know if that yeah. was part of maybe that's part of it. But I think yeah, yeah as as you get sort of uh, more powerful, you yeah, seem he, to get he more looks balder. Like a Bond villain. Now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you just wonder. What, I mean, I don't know if you saw the news. Also, he just bought like the largest piece of real estate yeah. in Los Angeles, hundred and some yeah. odd million dollars for a yeah. mansion. Yeah. The old Warner. It's crazy stories. I yeah. saw somebody in Bill Maher say, "Does it come furnished?" Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a gut job. Yeah, it's a gut job. Uh, what's your app of the week? Well. It's, a, it's not an app so much as an article I came across that has several cool things in it if you're a big nerd like I am. Uh, this site is called Open Culture, and I actually really enjoy their newsletter. Lots of art stuff and fun stuff. But they featured this article called 42 Hours of Ambient Sounds from Blade Runner, Star Trek, Doctor Who, and more. Wow. And basically, it's a compilation of all these different YouTube videos. And so if anybody who's a nerd knows that there's a certain humming sound always when you're on the Enterprise in Star Trek The Next right. Generation. And basically, it's just audio of what the ship sounds like repeated for 20 hours so if you're looking to relax sort of like ambient yep. music I thought that this was really like the ultimate nerd thing you can sort of close your eyes and imagine you're on the uh, you're on the USS Enterprise or, or part of Doctor Who so it's kind of nerdy it's kind of cool it's very hard to find but if you just google open culture 42 hours of ambient sounds from Blade Runner or Star Trek you'll hear it and if you ever thought of what it might be to close your eyes and be there in the moment well, there you go. <laughs> white noise for nerds. Right, no white noise for nerds is <laughs> okay. the best way to call it. Thanks, Derek. All right. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> Great. 725. Mitch Joel with us every uh, Monday morning at 710.